Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Okay, so welcome to all the new listeners. I am so glad that you are here with us on the BMW Life podcast. I am, um, I'm going to share a, something a little different than, um, than I normally share. And actually, I'm going to share something with you that I have not shared publicly um, at all, actually. And, um, and, and I'll tell you why in just a second, you know, we are, we are living in some pretty interesting times. I'll say that, uh, we know about all the, the racial divide that we have going on. Um, and we have, I mean, just the political divide. I mean, just lots of division um, and confusion. And we already know that God is not the author of confusion, right? He is just not um, the author of confusion. But we do understand too that there are uh, there are uh, two two powers at work, um, and there is a fight, good against evil for sure. And I recognize uh, even in the um, the the racially charged environment that we find ourselves in right now, I do hold fast to and totally recognize that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This is what the scripture tells us. Um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principality, spiritual wickedness, uh, and uh, in high places. And so, what does that mean? Uh, I, there's no one race that is my um, that is my enemy because the truth of the matter is you can kill off a whole race and you would still have evil um, and sin in the world right so our problem is not a skin problem it is a sin problem it is unfortunate um, that there are groups of people that are used in uh, in ways that are just horrifically evil period. But at the end of the day, at the core, the the fight is not against flesh and blood. It is against evil, spiritual wickedness. It's in high places. Um, And so I recognize that. I recognize that 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 our fight is against evil. Um, but I, I want to I'm I'm gonna record I'm recording this particular podcast 
in response to uh, something that I've seen posted before um, as it relates to just racial injustice and things like that. Um, There are people that believe that um, we are not, black people are not targeted because of the color of their skin, that they must be doing something um, that provokes people to um, behave or uh, to treat them the way that they are being treated, right? So you'll have people that say things like, well, if you're not, and if you're in the right place, and you know, if you respond properly, um, if you're not a troublemaker, if you don't have a, a criminal record, if you're not getting in trouble and things like that, then you should be fine, right? So as long as you are respectful and, and you're, you know, things like that, you, you should not be, you know, there shouldn't be a problem for you. Well, I just want to respond to that. There's a lot of that um, that that I see, especially on on places like LinkedIn, and and it's ignorance. It's just ignorance, right? Um, so let me tell you a little story about a girl. Um, in uh, in my my neighborhood, right? So where where um my my home is, and well, I'm in Florida now, but in 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 Levittown, in the neighborhood where I lived at, um, there were probably maybe I don't know a handful of black families in the entire neighborhood, and so certainly on my block, I was one. Uh, who'd been there 10 years and maybe there was another maybe 20 houses down right and that would be like it for us <laughs> right so we don't have a lot of representation in my community um, my house is a corner house and so um, our you know we, we we live right on 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 a corner there was a neighbor who moved next door to us and so next door would be on the um, almost like our backyard faced the side of of their house so next you know next door um, the first house in from the corner next to us. There was this neighbor that moved in. They moved in and um, this woman moved in. She was already, you know, I could tell from the day she moved in, uh, she was a little extra, right? It was like this beat up car on the yard, on the lot um, all of a sudden. And she had this dog, a, um, a pit bull, right? She had this pit bull and what would happen is uh, this pit bull that she had would get loose. And I remember one day I was in my front yard and I was playing with Bryson. We were about to leave and get in the van. Um, I was playing with him and I was on the sidewalk just, you know, playing with him. And I looked and turned around and there was a pit bull running toward me. And Bryson at the time was maybe three. Okay. And so I remember being scared to death, ran in the house and was like, what in the world? So we would have these run-ins with this neighbor constantly about her pit bull and it would get loose all the time. And apparently it was her son's dog or whatever. It would get loose all the time to the point where if we came home at nighttime, right? If we came home at nighttime, we would all look around the car first to see if the dog was coming and then 
run into our house. Um, one day, my mom came to my house. She parked in front of the house. She went to her car and the pit bull was loose again and was literally barking and jumping up at her passenger side window. Thank God she had already gotten into the car. So we kept having these run-ins with this pit bull. And I called animal control, you know, I called the police, I called animal control again, I called the police, the police called animal control. And after about maybe four or five complaints, they finally did um, fine her. Right. And so they, they gave her a fine and she just, you know, was irate. She was just I mean, she was just really frustrated with me. And um, I remember we had a little instance at my house where we had a small fire in the back. And so we were out of our house for a few weeks um, in a hotel. And um, it was it was two days after she received the fine notice. Um, and I know that because I would track to check to make sure that they did what they were supposed to do. And um, we came to the house that day and someone had thrown something through our back window, right? Now, we didn't have any issues in this neighborhood at all. And our neighbors um, on, on all other sides were amazing right looking out for us we would you know you can leave the key over there like they were good neighbors and so we had this 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 situation going on and on right I never called I didn't report the window broken um, but the dog again would get out um, I have video literally I showed the police I have video of the dog chasing us into the house and I got to the door turned around with my camera on and the dog is barking and jumping up at the screen door right so we were being terrorized by Cujo <laughs> for months and I would call and call and no answer so this one particular day um, I was home I was cooking on my grill in the backyard and I had the tongs in my hand because I was turning my meat over right I was had my hamburgers and my hot dogs and I had the tongs in my hands and I remember there was this young um, young white girl who had just pulled up on the side. Now, we didn't have a privacy fence at this time. Um, so she had pulled up on the, the side of my house, right? And, and so, which was pretty much in front of the neighbor's house. And so she was in the car yelling and she's on the phone and she's like yelling and yelling. And my daughter, one of my daughters was home and she said, mommy, you know, that dog is loose again. Like that dog is in the front yard near the trash can. Their dog is loose. And so I remember walking to the middle of my yard and I said, excuse me. I said, I'm going to need you to get your dog or I'm going to get your dog, right? So get your dog out of the front yard. My daughter's trying to take out the trash and your dog is around the corner. And so she proceeded to like just curse me out. Now, clearly when she got to the house, she was already mad. Um, so me, you know, saying anything to her just set her off. And she's cursing and screaming and cursing. And at this time, I'm standing still with tongs in my hand I'm standing on my property in the middle of my yard and I'm saying listen I just want you to get your dog she proceeds to walk up to me in my yard right in the and not like 
walk and stop. She walks and comes all the way in my face and calls me everything but a child of God. And I stood there and and, and, and with all that I had in me, <laughs> I was holding my peace. You understand? And she walks into my face and she's yelling and screaming, I'm so effing sick of you. And I mean, it was bad, y'all. And she's going on, right? Because at this time, they had several fines because of me. But, you know, it's not really because of me. It's because we have a situation that they need to take care of. Fast forward, she goes and proceeds to try to remove these the the cooking utensil um, out of my hand, and like she she grabs it while it's in my hand and up uh you know tries to like swing on me, <laughs> so I like she was gonna slap me or something. So I had to pull back and defend myself because at this point I'm like I don't know. If this girl is on something or what my daughter comes running out she sees what happened she comes running out tackles the girl to the ground like get off my mama and now I'm yelling to the daughter to get off of her and all of this stuff is happening now right but I did definitely have to defend myself I pulled my daughter up told her get in the house get in the house I go and call 911 Right. And I alert 911 to what has happened. This woman has come up on my property. She proceeded to try to hurt me. I was scared from my life because I don't know what she's on or what's going on with her. And they have a pit bull who's been harassing us for months and I have a record of it. And guess what happens, guys? The police come. But the police don't come to me. They come to the little white girl who is now um, bleeding um, because she has a cut on her on her face uh, from me defending myself. I called at my address. They went to her address. Okay. And so when at this point I'm shaking I call my best friend who is a detective a police detective in the city and I'm telling her what happened and she's telling me stay on the phone with me when the officer gets there let him know that she came on your property and so at this point we're all in the backyard I call my husband he came home Um, I think my mom came over and everything and um, the police officer proceeds to walk up onto my back patio and he's like, you know, who's Serena or I don't know if he asked who's Serena. He, he said who was involved in altercation or something. And I have my my um, my best friend on speakerphone. And I said, um, I said that that was me. You know, she came up on my prop. Hold on. I'm not talking to you right now. I, I all I know is that we have a young lady who needs stitches. And I'm like, OK, sir. Um, she came on my property. Wait, and then like he sees me holding the phone. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone now. And I'm like, my sister is a detective. Like I'm on the phone with her, and she's just you know she's making sure that I, I explain everything that happened the way it happened. And he is beside himself yelling at me right and so he says you know all these things she she said you were you approached her and did it and 
you know, I, I explained to him where it happened, which was clearly on my property, not on her property. And long story short, he did not take my side of the story at all. Um, he saw this little girl and, and I'm sorry, she's not a little girl. Let's be clear. She's a grown woman. She, she's a young, young girl. Um, she, he sees her and she has, um, bruising because, you know, there are skin colors that just bruise easier than us. Um, he was asking me to show him where she had attacked me, show him like my bruises, and so, you know, the way my skin is set up, we just don't bruise easy, right? <laughs> I had no cuts. I didn't, I, I didn't have anything that I could show. Um, but I'm telling you, you know, all of what happened and I'm backing it up with the fact that she has a reason to be this, you know, to be this way toward me because I've reported her about her dog. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't hear it and proceeded with my arrest. Now, I did not get put into handcuffs and arrested, um, but I was charged um, with a ridiculous amount of charges. Not just me, but me and my daughter. Right. And so my first charge was for um uh, no, it was like three offenses. My first one was for disorderly conduct, engaging in a fight. My second charge was for harassment, subject to other physical contact. My third offense was um, another harassment charge, um, disorderly conduct, harassment, harassment. So there were like four charges, right? And, and he wrote me the, the, the ticket or whatever. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have to go to the police station at that time, but I did have to appear in court where I went through the most humiliating experience ever, um, and was put on some like kind of, uh, probationary program. I, I can't even remember what it was at this point, but this was in 2016. Um, I went through this program, you know, they told me I had to plead guilty. And if I played guilty because I had a squeaky clean record, like nothing ever on my record at all. But the young lady had many, many things on her record, similar to what they charged me with, right? And so I had to go to this, um, you know, to 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 court that is already known to um, not be just anything but just, and plead guilty and go through an anger management program and um, some other program in order to get these things taken off of my um, my record, right? And, um, and then I was, I was told I had to pay uh, restitution um, because she lost a piece of jewelry or something. I mean, y'all, I don't know what you look like right now, but if you, you know me and if you're listening for the first time, just go listen to all my podcast episodes. Serena is the same. Like I try to be like the Lord, same yesterday, today and forevermore. <laughs> right. Um, she was saying things like I was cursing at her and I'm like, I don't even curse. Like, I don't even I don't even curse. Like, that's I don't I just I do not curse. 
Um, so we know that that's a lie. I will, I have a way with words. I can speak to you just like this and do all the cutting I need to do. Do you understand what I mean? Um, and I've always taken that approach since I've been an adult. Um, and so why am I telling you this now? Well, what happened was a few weeks ago, I um, hired new employees to work um, at my um, at my my company, the Highmark Group, and I was making arrangements for them to come to Jacksonville for uh, for their training for a few days. And so there's an Airbnb that I like to book, right? Because it's it's near the location and um, of the office, and it works. And so I went to book the Airbnb and I booked the Airbnb only to find out that my Airbnb reservation got rejected. And it said that it was rejected because of my um, consumer, um, my consumer report, my background, my criminal background, right? Due to criminal background report or something. And I remember looking at the email and I'm like, what criminal background? Like, I don't have a record, you know, I don't, I don't have anything. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, maybe those turnpike, <laughs> those turnpike toll tickets then caught up to me. Um, no, I, I think I've taken care of all of them. But uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm totally like, what is, what is happening here? And that's where I was able to click the link and find this court case number and the description of all these um all these uh offenses the disorderly conduct disturbing the peace um violence emotional distress i'm looking at it now um harassment <laughs> um yeah all, all of these all of these uh charges and so what they did was they had to cancel my Airbnb and they said, you know, sorry, you can't, you can't, um, you can't make a reservation here because you have criminal background. And I was livid. You hear me? I was, I, I was hot <laughs> and upset. And as I was like pacing, I'm telling my husband, first of all, I forgot all about that 2016, right? Second of all, that wasn't supposed to be, on, that's not supposed to be on my record. I had a squeaky clean record. They told me if I went through that little program that I, I wouldn't have anything to worry about and this, this and that. I do business. I am not, I'm like a public figure, like super Googleable, right? What I, the last thing that I need is criminal charges coming up. But back to my statement in the beginning. There are people who believe that if you're in the right place, doing the right things, if you're a good citizen, if you're respectful, if you uh, follow the rules, then you don't have anything to worry about because, you know, you won't make yourself a target. Like there are people that believe that. Um, and I'm here to tell you that I was on my own property, minding my own business, I did all the things that I was supposed to do. I had record after record, time and date stamp of complaints and had a whole case built. Had to retain a lawyer, forced to plead guilty, 
now with these little misdemeanor charges and about to start a fight again now to clean and clear my name. And I did nothing wrong. Nothing at all. Right? And so, I'll start this like I... I'll end this like I started this 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 session. Um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Like we're, our our issues in this society are um, certainly a sin issue. Certainly a sin issue. Um, but for those who are of the state of mind that you know you just have to be on good behavior and you're okay, I'm. That's not the case. That's not the case. And this is mild. This is this is mild compared to what happens to, unfortunately, our young black um, men and women all over the country who have similar stories um, and worse outcomes, you know, have done jail time for 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 things that they were not even um, guilty of uh, or have lost jobs, right? Lost employment, lost a way to take care of their families because of things like this. Um, I am grateful that it did, um, you know, that things did happen the way that they happened. And I, and I understand, um, yeah, I, I understand things a different way <laughs> when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, uh, and so I wanted to share that because again, that was the, the, the post that I saw just rubbed me the wrong way. And then I had this recent experience and I was like, ah, uh, yeah that good behavior thing is not the thing. (laughs) So I hope that you have um, something that you can glean uh, from this lesson. Now, do I walk around carrying any hateful feelings or unforgiveness or anything in my heart towards this young lady? No, I don't know her. I didn't know her then. Um, I don't know her now. I don't even remember her name. Um, And what, you know, of course, you know, you always sit back and say, okay, I should have handled it this way, or I could have did this, or I could have did that. And I just, I choose not to live in the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, I feel like I did what I was supposed to do, you know, based on the rights that we are all supposed to have. Um, But I'm certainly not walking around being bitter. Um, I'm certainly not walking around having any, any kind of hatred or any ill feelings toward, um, anyone. I, I, I do recognize that I have a standard to uphold and God knows and God sees, and he knows what happened. And, um, and I'm going to let him do what he does because he's in complete control and all that I have belongs to him, including my record. So your girl apparently got a record, y'all. <laughs> all right. So that's it. I I, I I said I was going to share it and um, I've shared it. 
now I need to figure out why this is still on my record and I need to get this off. And um, and again, for those that are that are listening for this is your first episode. Um, I pray that you listen to a different episode <laughs> where you can get to know me a little better because um, she's not violent. She's not violent at all. Um, I, I pray that you listen to another um, to another episode. But I did make a promise to you that I would share not just my highlights, but my low lights and my in between lights. Right. I would share um, triumphs and defeats like the good, the bad and the ugly. I would share it all on this podcast. And so that's what I'm doing here today. Um, This is not something I um, that, like I said, that I've shared before, but hopefully you've gleaned something from it. And hey, tell me what. Uh, shoot me a message or, you know, inbox me. Let me know what you thought about this episode, what you learned um, from this episode. We do have a Facebook group that is dedicated to the BMW Life podcast. And, um, you know, we're going to work on getting some more community engagement there in that podcast um, group. But certainly you can, you know, post there, leave us a review on iTunes and all those good things because that uh, that helps us to reach a broader audience. I I am so happy to report that, you know, in the short time that our podcast has been live, which is a little over a year now, you know, we've been uh, we've been able to reach individuals in more than 26 countries on almost every continent. Yeah, I was looking at the numbers. I don't look at the stats because I don't compare myself to anybody else. But when I was looking at the different countries and uh, where we have folks listening from, uh, I'm just um, it's a blessing to be able to have this kind of platform to to speak life and um, to encourage so many people. And we can say around the world, <laughs> we can I can say that um, that we are encouraging people around the world. So that is all that I have for today's episode. And again, just share your review, your feedback. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. And I will catch you on the next one. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, We have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. 
talk to you soon. Bye.